0: Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Lorena and this is The Pooch. Welcome to episode 36. This episode is completely and utterly unplanned. In fact, I am ready to go to bed. I was literally about to jump in bed. My kids are asleep and I was going to have an early night because nights have been absolutely shit lately. But I just had this urge to record this episode. So it's quite unplanned. Um, But a little bit prompted by a post that I saw online tonight, I was having the usual scroll as I do every now and then, every now and then, (laughs) who am I kidding? Um, That's how I kill time when I'm like, my brain is just numb, as we all do, I'm sure. Um, I saw a post online that was basically about how nowadays mums just talk about the negatives of being a mum. And there are so many good parts to it and all we're doing is scaring new mums and basically creating this idea that being a mum is this horrible experience. Babies are awful, toddlers are awful and all that jazz. And I just, I kind of felt inclined to make an episode in somewhat kind of response to that because my podcast is probably aligned with a lot of what this post was talking about that you know it kind of talks a lot about the negatives but I just thought I felt inspired to do this episode because I think it's I think this post that I read was a misunderstanding of what mums are doing nowadays. As my podcast is intended I think a lot of people are trying to share the real real experience not for the sake of informing new and future mums necessarily but for the sake of those who are mums already and who are kind of going what the fuck is all this I never expected it I never uh, it was just it's all new to me who you know the whole identity crisis that we go through and you know the whole sense of I guess being alone and feeling like nobody ever goes through the same shit as we do when in fact it's such a common experience for mums so i think in light of that i thought what i would do today is give my 13 week postpartum update i don't know how long this episode is going to go for um i hope i have blah, blah, i hope i don't get emotional um but yeah i'm just going to be honest because i'm not here to talk about the good fun stuff necessarily um we all know what, well, postpartum is different for everyone, let's put it that way. But for me, you know, it it comes with with ups and downs and I just want to share a real picture of what it looks like so that anyone else who's living through or has lived through or will one day live through the same thing um, has a sense that that, you know, is not an abnormal experience. So something I guess that has kind of struck me the most second time round Um because if if you don't know, this postpartum experience that I'm having is after having my second baby. So I have a three year old, three and a bit, and a three month old. And so this postpartum experience I'm referring to is my second time round. And what's interesting to me second time round is that I actually didn't expect to experience some of the hard feelings that I do feel or to experience some of the emotional issues that I do experience, Because I assumed, silly me, I assumed that second time around, you've done this before, you know what you're doing. There's kind of this like, ah, now I know why I had these feelings first time around. This realization, I guess, this greater awareness of what your body's going through and what's on the other side of it. Because I've been through one postpartum journey gone in and out of it now I'm in the second postpartum journey I read a po- I read something the other day saying postpartum lasts like seven years so I don't know about that but let's just say you know I have experienced having a baby once before gone through the exhaustion the ups and downs of emotion the body shift and all that kind of stuff I've somewhat come out the other end before going into it again so I guess my observation second time round is that it feels Strange to me that it would impact me as much as it has second time round. I never understood why some women say, you know, if they were referring to, let's say, postpartum depression or, or baby blues or whatever, that they would actually have had it worse the second time round because I, I assumed that, I don't know, it's like something you've been through so you can do it again. That was my, that was, I guess, my misunderstanding. So, second time round, um, I didn't. Like I said, I didn't expect to struggle as much. And I'm struggling in different ways, though. And I'm not talking about struggling with my baby. Actually, he's a saint. I have no complaints whatsoever. Um, He is, and I don't want to brag because bragging is awful, but he is absolutely a dream baby. It's more about my my emotions and my reaction or my response I guess to everything that's changed in me having another baby. I will say I think some of the hard feelings that I've had or that I'm experiencing and I'll explain that in a second kind of have to do with the fact that I have lived through this before so I think I'm a little bit impatient. I'm not a person that's very good at waiting for things to change. I think you know halfway through my pregnancy I was already planning my fitness journey back to back to health um you know and obviously i i have a podcast all about the pooch and it's about you know just just living in the body that you have and and i'm not all about you know saying you know love it your tiger stripes all that kind of stuff but just it is what it is and so many more of us have it than we know than we're aware of but i guess having having had a baby put on heaps of weight through pregnancy come out the other end and then over time gone back to a weight and a size that I was much more comfortable with, feeling healthier, feeling more flexible, energetic, stronger, all that kind of stuff. And then going through another pregnancy, being put back 10 steps, it just my level of patience for that is minimal. So I feel like I have had so much frustration with myself about the fact I'm only three months postpartum. And when I say it out loud, I know I sound crazy. But the fact that little has shifted in that way, um, you know, towards me being my my usual size, my usual, you know, in, within my usual healthy range um, has frustrated me more, I think, than the first time around because I I know that I can go back. So I'm like, why am I not? And I know exactly why I'm not because yeah, I'm not really doing much about it really. So over the last maybe couple of weeks, I've been emotionally relatively okay But I have experienced moments of anxiety and I think they're reducing so I I think let's hope I'm on the other side of that and I'm sure it's you know it's a combination of being exhausted um I like I said my 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 new baby he sleeps beautifully but we're still kind of battling sleep with my toddler and obviously the 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 three-month-old is going to wake up during the night but just if he wakes up once or twice which is excellent in comparison to my first experience that is in addition to my toddler waking up so there most nights I'll wake up through the night three four times um I'm terrible at going back to sleep and I yeah I just I I don't know I have insomnia to add to that so even nights where everyone's doing well which is a bit miraculous I still struggle to go to sleep I'm up with my eyes wide awake and just not taking the opportunity to sleep. So I think that definitely contributes to anxiety. I know that I have been very, 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 very easily overwhelmed um, and just like, just everything kind of is too loud, too fast, too messy, too dirty, too, you know, everything just seems too much sometimes. And I just feel like I I wish I was, had the, power to switch some things off like that's where when I have my moments of anxiety I just wish I could just put everything on mute that's that would be the first thing that would help me I just I can't handle the noise and I can't handle so much going on at one go so if I you know that's the thing that really gets me nervous and anxious from time to time but I think the biggest thing that really gets me feeling nervous um and I don't know if nervous is the right if is the right term but you know it's this sense of like what's happening it's almost like un, i guess unease i don't know if that's if that's the best way to describe it but what the the thing that puts me most at unease or makes me uneasy is i guess the fact that day after day i'm doing the same things over and over um, it feels like there's no end goal there's no structure there's no deadline even to plan towards and normally you know in real life when you've got a job or you're in school or you're at uni or you're or you're studying or you're doing something there are kind of milestones that you have to work towards I'm the queen of procrastinating do not get me wrong but at least there comes a point where I have to pull my shit together and work towards an end goal and more often than not It works for me. It's terrible, terrible life advice, but it works for me. But at the moment, it's like there is – it's just a little bit of a black hole. Um, Don't – it sounds like I don't enjoy my days, which is really hard to explain. I love spending time with my children. I have so many beautiful moments, laughing, playing, hugging, having love attacks, you know. But when I kind of zoom out, the entire day is really not working towards anything, And it just feels like, like I said, like a bit of a groundhog day. And that puts me on a level of unease because I don't know where the next kind of stepping stone is. I am a person who hates limbo. Limbo to me is like poison. It's toxic. I just feel if I don't know what my next big move is or if I don't know where I stand in a situation, I feel like everything is impacted and this state of you know I know it it's awful because I'm not wishing it away and I and it sounds like I am definitely not wishing it away but I I, I and I know it's going to come to an end in terms of let's say the the year that I take off work and there'll be more structure to my life after that etc but right now it just feels like I wake up and I do the same thing as I did yesterday and some days it just feels like, what's the point? And that sounds really dramatic. What I'm saying is like, what's the point in, what's the point in cleaning the house if it's just going to be like this again tomorrow? What's the point? And it, I just get this overwhelming sense of laziness, which then adds to my anxiety because I'm like, if I don't get this shit in order, it'll never be in order. And then other times I'm like, but what is the actual point? Because I literally wake up and do this again tomorrow. So I'm just kind of in this dizzy mess of like, I'm, I'm actually working towards nothing right now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Now, the other thing I'm not thrilled about admitting, but it's happening a lot, is, and I think it's because I'm, I'm tired, I'm hormonal, I'm breastfeeding, which makes me absolutely ravenous. Um, I just don't think I'm coping with stressful situations very well. So I'm finding myself having like these moments of binge eating and I just, I feel quite, anxious and I don't like you know I'm not eating mountains and mountains of food but it's like I've decided enough is enough and I have these moments where I feel like I'm punishing myself and I'm like you shouldn't have done that I feel really guilty and then I'm like fuck it you just ate one easter egg why not eat three more and like easter was a terrible time for me because I just felt like everything was just at my fingertips and I don't want to have an unhealthy relationship with food this is a whole other topic um I don't want to have, you know, a, a, an an unhealthy maybe I should put a trigger warning at the beginning of this. Um but it's it is something that I think um I don't know if it's my generation that have had this unhealthy diet binge diet binge punishment mentality with food anyway since we were teenagers and I'm I've worked on that uh, to a degree, I guess mentally, I guess understanding how that can really harm you and now when I'm feeling really stressed but also really unhappy with how I'm appearing really unhappy with my body at the moment um, I just feel like I'm having these episodes where I'm like just binging and then feeling horrible about it afterwards instead of just going of course you're going to want to eat you know a bunch of chocolate you are tired it's okay we'll we'll eat healthy tomorrow I just feel awful like I feel really really bad about it and obviously I feel bad about my lack of progress towards any health goals that I've had um since having a baby 13 weeks ago and and part of me feels like if someone else was saying that to me I'd be like but you only had a baby 13 weeks ago but then you know um People are very capable of achieving much greater things in less than 13 weeks. So that's what makes me feel a bit shitty about myself. Um, But yeah, like I said, if I was talking to someone else, I'd be like, stop being so hard on yourself, you psycho. You just had a baby not that long ago. I feel like my world has kind of shrunk so much that, you know, my, my achievements are so ridiculous and so minimal in the scheme of things. I feel like I've literally lately been reduced to like a housewife in, in not in it, not, not being a housewife is a bad thing, but you know, in the old sense where like my purpose, my reason for being is like cleaning and laundry and, and doing that all over again. And I'm hanging out washing and I'm like, yep, yeah, back at it. Like, it just feels like my world has shrunk so much that I just, if I don't achieve home tasks I can't believe how much I talk about home tasks on this podcast it actually sickens me Um, but if I'm not if I'm not achieving even those things I feel like such a failure so I'm like how is it that when I'm busier and I have a full-time job and I'm and I've got a social life and I've got all this stuff maybe maybe everything normally would be crumbling around me in terms of house life and laundry and whatever, but it just doesn't affect me. Like, I'm just like, Oh, well, it is what it is. Now. I I think there's that kind of guilt that if I am and I'm doing in quotation marks, if I'm free, which I'm not, I'm flat out. um, But if I'm home and if I'm around all this stuff, then I should be, I should be on top of it. And the fact that I can't be, it's impossible. It's actually physically impossible for me to be on top of it. Makes me feel like such a failure um, so it's just, yeah, it's a shitty feeling. And then on top of it, when I do have a plan, it's so lame. Like the, the smallest, if I have a doctor's appointment, for example, like I don't, I don't know if I've mentioned before, um, my son has, uh, we've had to put a hip harness on him or a brace on him and he, it's a, he's about to take it off, but it's involved many, many medical appointments, many trips to the hospital for, you know, f- readjusting the harness and all that kind of stuff and just a an appointment at the hospital three days in advance I'm already like planning towards it because it gives me a sense of like purpose it's it's so sad it's so sad that a, a, a you know a 20 minute appointment at the hospital just is like a big enough plan to look forward to that's how little my world feels like it's become at the moment and when I do have a plan like you know, a doctor's appointment, or my daughter has a swimming lesson, or something that I have to be ready by a certain time for. Somehow, and I'm sure you can relate to this. Somehow, miraculously, you know, with with that level of pressure, trying to get a toddler ready, you know, feeding a newborn, trying to get myself ready. Showers are really difficult to have, you know, with one kid, let alone two. Um, it just feels like, but there's a there's a time. Pressure. So if I have to be ready by 8 a.m., somehow I'm able to do it. Um, But when I don't have that time pressure, I just feel like there's nothing guiding my day. And so I'll be, you know, I'll be lucky that if I've brushed my teeth by lunchtime and it's not like I'm sitting there in my robe watching TV. Like I'm, I'm actually not like I'm actually running around nonstop. I feel like I never finish a task. I start one thing, I stop, you know, whether it's my son getting hungry, my daughter needing something, um, I and I'm so scatterbrained as well to add to it. Like, I don't know, I feel like I think I've mentioned before that I was diagnosed with ADHD when my, when, you know, my daughter was, I think about a year old. And so it all kind of makes sense to me now, but it's, it is, if it can flare up, it's flaring up. Big time. I'll go to do one thing and I'll remember something else and I'll walk past something else. And so nothing gets finished. Um, if it's not someone else interrupting me, like one of my babies, it's me just not staying focused and just being so insanely scatterbrained. So I feel like I'm flat out. I feel like I simultaneously get nothing done. I feel like every day is exactly the same. I have little motivation to do things like meal prep or put you know work towards a, a healthy eating plan or anything like that and I really part of me really really wants to do it but then I'm just like but when and how like I feel so lost and I know the answer is really obvious but in the moment I just feel really lost the only thing thank goodness that's saving me right now is that I walk so much like I just walk nonstop. stop I have a big two seater pram Um, I know some people would say a three-year-old doesn't need to be in a pram but honestly I wouldn't be able to function without it she is full of life my beautiful girl and um, I just I spend so much time you know just me and my babies to to get anything done if I needed to get groceries done if I just needed to go and have a coffee or something or do exercise I can't I can't do that just pushing the baby in the pram and having the toddler walking alongside me. It just doesn't work for me. So I have a two-seater pram and that thing's heavy and I push it up hills and I'm always walking and that, I have to say, that's the one thing that keeps me a bit sane. I feel like I'm so sold on the fact that you have to be out in nature to mentally be well. Like When I step outside, things start to form into place again. I'm so sold on that. So amongst everything else, the lack of structure with my life and my diet turning to shit, my relationship with my body image is awful. That's another thing I wanted to mention. You know, it's really easy to kind of say, you know, you shouldn't talk shit about yourself. You should have this like, you know, speak positively about your body and and love yourself no matter what. And, and you know, your body is you know the, your body looks the way that it does because you had a baby and i i know that and that's why i've started this podcast that's why i want to share my experience with other women and but at the same time i'm like my i didn't ha- like what i what i struggle with and i and i'm sharing this because i i wonder if other people struggle with this idea as well is that i didn't have to put on so much weight in order to have a baby i didn't have to gain so many stretch marks in order to have a baby and that's what my brain really struggles to get my head around like I didn't it's not it's not an essential part of the process it's one that my body's gone through but not everyone else's has and so that's where I'm just like I need to wrap my head around I need to kind of come to terms with that mourn it <laughs> and move on but in the moment right now I'm just at like I can't like there are days where I really struggle to just look at my reflection and I'm just like that is not. That's not how I feel and that's not who I am. And I do need to get my head around it. I need to get my shit together. I don't want to be talking negatively about my body, especially in front of my babies. It's a horrible thing um, to have a to have an ugly image of, of yourself. Why am I saying all these horrible things about myself? But it is, that's how I feel. Um, and I need to work on that more than I need to work on my fitness and my... And my weight and my health and my flexibility and my strength i actually need to work on looking at myself again and not being like, oh my God, what's happened? Because that's the bit where I'm like, oh, this is, this is what I'm really, and I feel like once I do that, I will then grow into a healthier relationship with, with food, with, you know, with the whole, my whole sense of health. But right now that's, that's where I'm at and that's why I'm frustrated because I feel like fuck it's been 13 weeks and this is where we are like some days I'm like I just I feel like I did when I just looked in the mirror for the first time after I got my sea legs back and and you know after surgery after having my baby like I just feel like I've made no progress in that area anyway this is awfully honest and somewhat embarrassing to share I think that's how I feel about it yeah I feel like (laughs) I don't know I'm even questioning myself um whether or not I'll actually post this this podcast but I think it's very raw and um it's like I said awfully honest and it's not something that I would normally share I don't really say this out loud even to you know close friends necessarily um but this is why I have a podcast and I just felt like you know what, if if I felt so alone and shitty first time round, and and I heard someone else talking about this stuff from their own angle, I would at least, I don't think it would take any, way, <laughs> any of the shitty feelings away, but at least I wouldn't feel alone and at least I would know that there's an end, hopefully there's an end to this feeling. I know logically that the way I'm feeling now, I'm not going to be feeling in one month, even less in two months, etc. I know that logically because I've been through that journey before, um, but it's it's here, it's right here, right now. Anyway, <laughs> on that note, I'm gonna <laughs> end this episode because I feel like I've said all I can say without being overly emotional. Um, but yes, I am once again here to remind you to trust your gut, be kind to your pooch, and I will see you on the next episode, hopefully with a much more positive attitude. Bye. Hold up.